So if there are people in your life you don't feel good about, forgive them, love them, let them go. Mm. And know that you're doing this not because you have resentment towards them, but because you love yourself that much that you're not going to tolerate anymore. Hola, everyone! Welcome to the Encourage to Try podcast. My name is Mia, and I will be the one to lovingly encourage you to try and continue on the journey of trying. This podcast is for those who are trying whether at work, school, relationships, faith, fitness, business, basically figuring out life. So tune in to the podcast as we talk about these topics and encourage one another to try together. Also, if you are interested in the episode show notes, or if you just want to leave feedback, questions, suggested topics, the links are found in the episode description. So please do check it out. Hi again, Chriselle. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here on another episode. Thank you so much, Mia, for having me. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of good insights from you. And at the same time, with our episode today, I'm sure it's just a continuation from what we've talked about before. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Right. So without further ado, let's dive in. So for this episode, we will be talking about energy vampires. What is an energy vampire? What are the signs? What are the effects of energy vampires? And what are the examples if you're with an energy vampire? And how can you protect yourself from being one yourself? So uh, the definition of an energy vampire, energy vampires are people who sometimes intentionally drain your emotional energy. They feed on your willingness to listen and care for them, leaving you exhausted and overwhelmed. From the same article, I just want to read off from this so that it can be, like everyone can relate to what is an energy vampire is, one, they don't take accountability. Two, they're always involved in some kind of drama. Three, they always one-up you. Four, they diminish your problems and play up their own. Five, they act like a martyr. Six, they use your good nature against you. Seven, they use guilt trips or ultimatums. Eight, they're codependent. Nine, they criticize or bully. Ten, they intimidate. Now, with this, can you share with us, Chrisal, your experiences in terms of being with an energy vampire? Well, for one, I want to start off with I also used to be one of an energy vampire in the past, but you know, grateful for self awareness, it helped me um, discover that I don't want to be in that space. And at the same time, it allowed me to create actions to level up or to stop being in that space and to protect myself. So I think my experience with energy vampires began with my intuition. You know, when I first meet a person, I don't judge, but I just sense kind of, is this energy genuine? Is this person really who they say they are? Or are they pretending to be someone? Are they sucking the, the life out of me? Are they, I feel like as a person to those and everyone listening, you know that in yourself, you know, the intuition that this person is giving off not so good vibes, not so good energy. And I think, my lesson here is to trust it, to trust my intuition, to just, you know, stay in my in safe space and not open myself too much to these people because it's draining. <laughs> yeah, I agree. 
with all of those things, which I've also learned from this article, that there are subtleties in terms of being an energy vampire, right? And I do also agree with what you said that I also was or used to be an energy vampire, which self-awareness really does play a role in that aspect or the lack of self-awareness. Because when you're really lacking self-awareness, you wouldn't know you have an effect on other people, right? Because we are, honestly, we're all selfish beings. We're all out for what is best for us, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But at the same time, you also have to look out for other people, right? Being responsible for your actions and how it affects them. Because again, number, it also says here that energy vampires lack accountability. So in that aspect, I've also want to share my experiences in terms of energy vampires. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that when someone is an energy vampire, it immediately sheds a light on them that they're bad people. Because again, from the article, it's sometimes intentional or unintentional. Because again, the lack of self-awareness sometimes plays a role in that aspect. One of the things that I realized was when or after I spent time with an energy vampire or someone that I consider like a good friend, I was really a people teaser. And at the same time, I accepted the love that I thought that I deserved at that time due to the, my lack of self-awareness and lack of maturity in that stage of my life. You know, the, the situation where you're just bored at home and you want to go out, so you just ask random people who you want to go out with, who, who is yeah. really willing to, mm. quote-unquote, spend time with you so that you won't feel bored at all. And at the end of the day, you would just feel like, it feels like I didn't accomplish anything. It feels like I, I feel more drained than when I just stayed at home and not be with this person. So again, I'm not bad-mouthing the people that just do that. But at the end of the day, you really have to be intentional on how your energy flows. Well, the reason why I feel bored is because I'm not doing anything. <laughs> So in in that aspect, I also have to be responsible of, of the things that I do every single day. Like now, I remedy that with planning a day ahead or having a planner or having like certain things to do that leads me to a better path. Another word that I want to put out there when we're talking about this topic is mindfulness. I mm-hmm. think it's a very important thing for us and for everyone around us to be mindful of our energy and you know when you meet a person and spend time with this person you know don't forget to check in with yourself how do you feel around this person do you feel positive do you feel motivated inspired or do you just feel like you're going with the flow or you know you're you're not really being who you are you're being inauthentic you're being you're faking it i think one of the things that helped me identify that I was a va- an energy vampire was when I got the the feedback that why are you staying in that space and and you know sometimes we need people like that in our life mm-hmm. those that are honest and that will really give us gut level honest feedback coming from love because they mm. they know it's not us and they want us to change so after that I became aware and mindful of how I, I think, I react to people in situations and all that. And one thing that allowed me to let go of that energy vampire stage was really being mindful and aware that is this really the energy that I want to give out? Is this really 
who I want to be because yeah. sometimes we tend to lean into people or situations to, you know, get our energy up. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong about that. But again, for me, I think it's better to be the energy you want to attract. So if you want to be, you want to attract joy, you want to attract love, be that first. Mm, agree, agree. And in the article, it says that you have to establish boundaries. Like what you mentioned in the previous episode, boundaries are important. And at the same time, you have to adjust your expectations. Like, you can't have them always meeting your expectations because at the end of the day, people will disappoint. We are all imperfect. We are all built differently. We are all flawed in that sense. And at the same time, it says here, guard your emotional capacity. Because like what you said, you really have to guard your energy. You really have to guard your mental and emotional capacity as to how or how long you will tolerate a certain thing or person. And lastly, in this article, it says that when worse comes to worse, cut them out entirely if you keep on communicating. If you did your part, of course, you really have to do your part in communicating. Like, I don't appreciate this. I would appreciate if you would respect my boundaries. All the things that communication would, in a way, help. Because it allows the other person to, in a way, adjust if they're willing to adjust. So at the end of it, if they're not cooperative, if they keep on disregarding your boundaries, disregarding your energy, disregarding a lot of things that you put out there, it's not bad to cut people off, especially if their energy or if their influence in your life is affecting you in a negative way. I think also one point or one lesson that I've learned being surrounded with energy vampires in the past is um is I allowed them to be an energy vampire in my life. I mean, I used to not have boundaries like what I mentioned before. So, you know, coming from a people-pleasing ego or, or, or attitude, I always want to show up for people, even if I, I don't feel like it, you know, and, and when they suck out the energy out of me, I always think that, oh my gosh, this person, um, I just don't like this person and I'm blaming this person. But catching myself before in the past, I now understand that I allowed them. I allowed them to suck that energy out of me. And I think, I love what you said about boundaries, you know, it's very important that you're clear with what your limit is. Because if you, you're not clear with what your limit is, you're just gonna keep tolerating how other people treat you. And it's not okay. Because mm-hmm. it's gonna lead to a series of, you know, belief systems that will shape the way you think and influence how you act in the future. So, yeah, I think one important point as well here is to communicate it with people, especially if you feel like you really don't want to be surrounded by them, then there's nothing wrong about telling them that you're not okay or maybe you you don't want to spend time with them because, you mm-hmm. know, ener- our energy, our, our time, our effort is very precious and, and it's high value. So if you spend this on people who are not really reciprocating that, then yeah. I think it's not, it's not them to blame, but not really blaming, but also owning up that you allowed yeah, 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 yeah. And to add with what you said, I also realized that our energy comes from who we are as people. Like, there is a term if you're an, an extrovert or an introvert, right? So are you an extrovert or an introvert? I am an extrovert. You're an extrovert. So where do you get your energy from as an extrovert? 
Of course, it's gonna start with myself, but I always mm-hmm. get hyped up when I spend time with other people. I think it's mm-hmm. one of the things I learned growing up. Yeah, yeah. And everything. Yeah. So. It's. I think it's a good thing that we're opposites because I'm an introvert. So you're an extrovert. So you get to recharge your energy. Like again, like what you emphasized, your energy always has to come from you. Like what you also shared with me, you meditate in the morning. Right, you meditate, you do affirmations, you do everything to get charged in the morning, and then when you go out, at least you're able to share that energy with other people. Mm. Especially, you're an extrovert, right? Yes. So in that aspect, for me as an introvert, it doesn't mean that when I'm an introvert, I don't like spending time with people because I'm, well, I'm spending time with you right now. We're doing the podcast. I'm interviewing you, but it really does help. When you recharge in the morning by yourself, like again, I also started doing like devotions, um, affirmations. It really does help. So that again, when I go out, I would share that energy with the people that I choose. I want to emphasize that I choose to be with. So in that aspect, as an introvert, I recharge by spending time alone, right? And after I recharge, I would like go out to social gatherings for, for like a day or for a night, depending on how I'm able to tolerate the night or the, the situation, because it really depends on the energy, whether I feel drained or I feel, or I feel filled with energy. So at the end of the day, I'm an introvert. I have to have my own space. I have to have my own time to reflect because if I'm on the go all the time, I wouldn't have the time to like sit down and reflect. That would just burn me out. In that aspect, you really have to know whether or not you're an introvert or an extrovert, right? So that you would know where you get your energy from. And at the same time, you really have to learn how to protect that energy. I love it. I love what you said about, you know, recharging. It's very important for us to have a little moment for yourself every day. Spend time with yourself every day. At least for like two hours just to, you know, um, fill your own cup. Because you don't want to give from an empty cup, right? And... That's one thing I've learned in the past, the hard way, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, to really put time, energy, and effort for myself first before I do it to other people. Because yeah. it's, because when I do that, when I used to do that in the past, I'm not coming from abundance. I'm not coming from overflow. I'm coming from the need to prove mm-hmm. that again, I I'm here. I can be, I can be this person. All of that, and that's something that I think most people can also feel mm-hmm. if you're coming from you know genuine intention energy that that you just want to spend time love serve versus you pinipilet or parang you're you're forcing, forcing yourself to to be in that state or to to do what needs to be done in a way you have to adjust your expectations yeah, right people, that's yeah, what you're exactly. trying to say yeah mm, true and yeah i think um you also mentioned something about you know being responsible for your own energy your own Space and I think for me it's really ringing a bell sa, sa, in my mind that you are responsible for whatever happens in your life. So if if you f- if you are thinking about a person right now who's sucking your energy, <laughs> then um, be mindful about it. Be mindful about what you have to do, what your thoughts are, where are you coming from, and more importantly, why you're allowing this person to suck that energy out of you. I think it all starts there. You really have to also know what a healthy relationship is in order for you to know or to be aware of energy vampires, right? Because a relationship is based on trust, understanding, and mutual respect. I really do want to add to what you said about 
adjusting expectations because again everyone can disappoint you everyone even your closest friends even your closest family or relatives can disappoint you from time to time i try my best to to pick and choose the people that i want or i allow in my life that has access to me well there are times where we have misunderstandings there are times where we have difficult conversations but that's the necessity of a relationship right you really have to know whether this person is out for your own good just to give you a scenario there are other friends that i had that did not meet my expectations in some ways but at the end of the day i know where their heart is i know where their motive is right so in that aspect i know that they're not energy vampires because whenever i spend time with them Number one, I learn from them. Number two, I feel energized. Number three, I feel even more confident that yes, I'm in this relationship not because I can get something from them, but because I can have something to offer them that they also offer to me. One thing that is also very important for us to do to maintain and protect our own energy and space is to do clearing every day. Clearing can look like in the form of um, physical clearing, clear your environment, make sure that there's no clutter around you because it has a reflection. I think one of the things I learned from my mom was she's always reminding me to make sure that my room is tidy because it mm. it kind of it reflects like, your yeah, mental state. Right? Yeah, so yeah. so Agree. that's one one thing to to clear off um, because it affects our energy. Of course, when mm-hmm. you see clutter, do you feel happy? <laughs> of course no. not. I feel so, frustration. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Start with clearing your physical space, then mm-hmm. your mental space. I don't know how you do you do this, but for me, I do meditation or journaling. Mm-hmm. So writing down whatever thoughts and emotions on a, on a piece of paper is another form of energy that you're transferring from your your mind to the paper. You're releasing it. Another clearing that I also do can also be in the form of digital. Unfollow people who are giving you the negative vibes on social. Yeah unfollow friends, unfriend friends, and be unapologetic about it because you're doing mm-hmm. it for yourself. And um, that's what I've, I've been doing also in the past few months already. So, you know, when I see someone on my feed and I don't really recognize this yeah. person and I don't really like the energy that this person unfollow. is doing, I just unfriend <laughs> and unfollow without saying anything. I just do it unapologetically. Yeah. No need to explain myself. Yeah. Um, another form of clearing can also be um emotionally so you know if you have to cry it out go ahead i don't know about you mia mm-hmm. but whenever i cry i just feel happy afterwards mm-hmm. like relieved for like, me i exercise whenever yeah. i feel frustrated i exercise exactly another mm-hmm. way of um releasing energy as well exercise can also mm-hmm. be another effective way because sometimes we we're, we're not we're unaware of of how to release our energy mm-hmm. sometimes it just bursts out of nowhere mm-hmm. but you know mm-hmm. exercising every day that's also a good practice Another thing is people clearing. So if there are people in your life you don't feel good about, forgive them, love them, let them go. Mm. And know that you're doing this not because you have resentment towards them, but because you love yourself that much that you're not going to tolerate anymore. And I think last clearing that I also want to emphasize on is financial clearing. Mm. So if there are people in your life that you have debts from or people who owe you money, settle that out and clear that out because again it adds to another energy that is unfinished business or Mm -hmm. you know there's kind of this 
energy that people feel, um, awkwardness. I don't know if somebody mm. knows money and, yeah. and you know that they know yeah, <laughs> and they're yeah. not paying you. There's something and, and it just adds up to the energy. And yeah, I think every day do this as a practice, um, so that you come out 100% every mm. day. Yeah. Satisfied yeah. like that. Yeah, I love also what you said. Everything that you shared, I love. Yeah, that's the only thing that I want to emphasize. I love what you said. <laughs> so what you said about clearing people, especially from social media, I've also done a practice of having to not spend so much time on social media because it's not always like the people that you know, but sometimes since social media is really, you know, rampant or is very present in our life, in our day to day, Especially when you work and you use social media as a platform, like to promote and whatnot. I'm also doing a practice where I veer away from social media, not because, like, you know, I, I want people to miss me, though that's, that's just a bonus. But again, you really have to know where you get your energy from and at the same time, what drains your energy for, in order for you to keep yourself from being an energy vampire yourself. It's not always about the other person, but you really have to be responsible for your own. If you have to be also self-aware and reflect, am I an energy vampire? Am I, like, in terms of social media, am I posting helpful things or valuable things? Or am I just ranting? Am I posting something that is negative, that is adding to more negativity that is happening already in the world? Like, social media drains a lot from you. And at the same time, you don't get as much value, especially when you just scroll mindlessly. Well, you can get helpful advice and helpful information as you need to when you use social media. But if you use social media without any intention or without any awareness, you would just simply go into a rabbit hole of more and more and more, well, sorry for the term, nonsense. Like for me, whenever I go to TikTok, I just clicked it and not knowing what to expect. I just scroll and just wasted like an hour or two hours just mindlessly scrolling. And then at the end of it, I ask myself, what did I learn from it? What did I get from it? I didn't get any value from it. So why did I do that? So at the end of it, I also practice like, you know, screen time. Yeah. So I apply that. Yeah. Apply that in my phone so that, for example, I put like a five minute or 10 minute timer as to how I'm gonna use my app. So when 5 minutes or 10 minutes is up, the app would automatically close. I wouldn't have access for it for the entire day and then it will refresh the next day. So that's what I use or I would just simply put everything in one folder, all of my social media accounts, and just put it someplace that I wouldn't normally go in my phone. So my phone is quite organized, but again, if it's not in your main homepage, Right? Because everything in your main homepage, you're easily able to access. So make it more difficult for you to, to access all the things that are not helpful. Mm. Right? Same as the energy vampires. You have to keep yourself away or hard for you to, to be reached by the people that you don't want to be reached by. Right? So it's not about being, again, it's not about being selfish. It's not about being rude. Of course, you also have to do your part in communicating, but it's a necessity for you to protect yourself, to put up boundaries. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you allow yourself to be drained, you wouldn't be able to give the value that you want in the world. 
Right. Yeah, I totally agree. I love that you used social media as an example because it is real. It is true. Before I became aware of this, I could relate to what you were saying, scrolling down to TikTok mindlessly. Mm, yeah. Um, it's all the- dances. Yeah, it's either it's- dances or it only makes me hungry. Honey, like there are a lot yeah. of... <laughs> It's food. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I think mo- for most people, they do that because subconsciously they're not aware mm-hmm. and that's their automatic thing. Or that's do. their like, ano, um, me time or entertainment yeah. somewhat. Yeah. I love that you also used screen time as an example because that's you protecting yourself from endlessly, mindlessly mm-hmm. scrolling through newsfeed. And I also use that app as well. I, it's not an app. Um, I think feature. If Android has this, but I think... Yeah, Android, Android yeah. has. I'm Android. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, a feature okay. on the phone. Yeah. Better. Better. So, mm-hmm. explore that as well. And I also want to touch around what you mentioned about social media. Because I think huge factor as to why some people are not in a good place mentally is because of the energy they're getting from social media. And I used to be in that space. I used to have people who run mindlessly and endlessly on yes. social media. And, you know, when you open that, you, you kind of read it and you get the energy from it and you're just, oh, I don't energy feel good about this. <laughs> exactly. And, and what I did is to really, even if it was my relative, I had to unfriend. Mm. I'm sorry, but I'm, but I'm doing this for myself. And also, one thing that I also learned recently is to be mindful of how I spend my mornings. Mm-hmm. So some people... Um, like me, I used to scroll as soon as I wake up and hear my mm. alarm. And, yeah. you know, when you open your phone, you read the news, a bad news or something, and it just gets you for the whole day. And I think it's important to start with yourself first every morning. Um, don't go to social media and scroll. Don't read the latest email. Don't read the text message. Just spend time with yourself. And I do this through meditation. Yeah. And, and at the same time, if someone like contacts you, right, you don't have to reply right away. Exactly. Yeah. Most people, like me, <laughs> in the past, people I, have, <laughs> yeah, I have the fear of missing out. So I yes. always want to you know, show up no matter yeah. what happens. But I think it's draining more than mm. it should be recharging. And also, I want to touch on this point from my mentor as well, Coach Ross. He said that there are two kinds of people in this world. There are takers and there are givers. So be aware of who you are and who you spend time with. Because if you are spending time with five givers, then most likely you'll also be encouraged to give, right? But if you're spending time with people who are takers, I don't think it's possible to come from overflow and to give. Because, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's the space that you're in. So be aware of yourself, of how you're allowing access to other people. Yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's still you. Yeah. It's still you. You're the most important person in the world ever. Mm. So, yeah. What you said about there are two types of people, I also thought of there are problem givers and problem solvers. In a way, you also have to not just give out problems, but at, at the same time, you really have to know how to solve them. Not per se that you you have all the answers, but at least you know how to, in a way, work on solving it. Right, same as self improving on the things that you currently are working on. Because again, I really do want to emphasize that if you are aware or if you became aware that you're an energy vampire, please do not feel bad. Because at the end of the day, we are all a work in progress. We are all here on earth 
we're really imperfect. We are all flawed. It's just a matter of, are you willing to improve on it? Are you seeing it not as an excuse, but rather a, a reason for you to be better, a reason for you to improve on it? And at the same time, when you improve on it, share, share your knowledge to those who need that knowledge. Because again, like you mentioned, there are two types of people. There are takers and givers. So make the world a better place. Give as much value as you can. That would help someone else. Whenever we give out something, make sure that you also know if this thing that I'm gonna share, will this help out this person specifically? Because sometimes we just give and give and give and we think this will help someone else. But at the end of the day, it might not be the need that they're looking for at that very specific moment, right? So you really have to also be aware of that. But again, it takes time. It, it's a process, right? It's not, we don't want to force everyone in the podcast to like do something because we said it. Because again, we're, Chrisanne and I were imperfect. Like we are a work in progress. Like the reason why we're doing this is to give out value. Try to work on yourself every single day. And I encourage you to work on yourself every single day. Um, I want to give out an example of a giver versus a taker. So givers are those who are not thinking about themselves only or living life based on what they want only. Like, for example, Mia, she, I can, can consider her as a giver because she's doing this podcast and she's doing this, not gaining anything from it, but she just wants to add value. Another example is for students like me. I got this from also my mentor because he says got level honest feedback all the time. So, for example, when you're in a Zoom meeting and it's supposed to be interactive, like your camera should mm-hmm. be on. Mm-hmm. If there's a question from a host you're supposed to be answering or maybe it's just typing in the in the chat box. If you are a giver, that's what you're supposed to do. Interact with people, go full out you know, open cam. But if you are a taker, you know, you're just there silently, um, off cam, not speaking. That's an example of a taker. Another could be at home when you know that you could contribute in chores. Or not be- doing any chores. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's <laughs> taking. That's, you're just taking whatever there is. But, you know, when you come from a giving space, how can I serve? That's always the question. Okay. Yeah, Regardless of it. who, where, and what you're doing. How can I serve? That's how you know that you yeah. are. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I love what you said. Again, emphasize on I love what you said. I can relate to what you said, especially everything that you do every single day, it starts from the home. It starts from where you are, right? Because when the pandemic happened, you're all like at home, but you don't know what to do. So it was the first time that everyone just was in their house for a very long time. And that's when. I realized that I was started helping out with the dishes. I started helping out with cleaning the house, doing the laundry. And it reached a point where I got tired of it. Like, why am I doing this? It is so mundane, right? So that really comes from a very prideful and selfish part of me, which I am very much improving on. But at the end of the day, what my mentor also told me, she told me that wherever you are, serve. because you might not know how it would affect other people in the smallest ways possible. Like, even when you say it's small, you shouldn't belittle what you're doing because in that aspect, like doing the laundry, washing the dishes, it taught me life lessons, honestly. It taught me life lessons that I wouldn't know if I had not done them. 
Like, up until now, I still do the dishes. I still do the laundry. Do I enjoy doing it? No. But do I have to do it? Yes. And am I serving people? Yes. So, in that aspect, you really have to know if it brings benefit to other people or not. So, the only thing that I really want to point out here is that serve wherever you are. Even if you think it's small, it's not. It has an impact, even if it's just one person. One person is still alive. You shouldn't belittle what you're capable of because big things start from small things. Like an energy vampire, it just... You wouldn't know someone is an energy vampire not unless you spend enough time with them. (laughs) If someone is willing to change, then yeah, be there to support for as long as it's helpful for you as well. It's not just always the other person, but if it's also helpful for you. Not because you're thinking of only yourself, but rather you're also out for the good of other people. Just to also add with what you said about feedback. Like we've shared, we both shared about the feedback that we got from our mentors, right? So in that aspect, I think the most effective feedback is one that is in a way solicited. Like for me, whenever, I'm not sure if it's just me, but sometimes I consider someone as an energy vampire, especially when they don't listen. Like, they just listen to respond, not to understand. So, sometimes, a feedback is not helpful, especially when it's not solicited. Like, I had my fair share of giving unsolicited advice, which I'm improving on. And what I learned from that is, you have to ask permission from the other person sharing, especially if what they're sharing is something that is very sensitive, that they're, if they're in a vulnerable state. Again, I've learned it the hard way that you really have to ask. Do your part in asking. That Do not take for granted the relationship. Like Every relationship that I have now, even the closest ones, I ask them two questions. That The first one is, are you looking for just a listening ear? Because I'm, I'm here to listen. Or number two, are you open for suggestions? Are you open for my opinion? Are you open for what I have to say in what you've yes. shared? Right. So, mm. yeah, you really have to look out for people in the most, you know, sensitive of ways mm. that you can. You really have to ask. You have to communicate to know what they need at the moment. I love, I love what you said about asking for permission because that's also what my mentor taught us to always ask for permission before giving it. Because if you just give it freely, you know, people yeah. won't listen. Sometimes <laughs> they would be offended me. and yeah, they, they feel exactly. judged. Yeah. Exactly. So the way we do this in in our space is we always ask, "Hi, are you open for feedback?" Mm. And if they're not, then we, okay. <laughs> but yeah, if yeah. they are, you're just gonna show love and care yeah. for them until like it's yeah. Mm. You really have to build a relationship. I, I believe yeah. you really have to build a relationship until they're willing to hear out what you have to say, right? Yeah, I I agree with the relationship part because I will not take feedback from people who I don't even exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. who's not even existing in my world. So it's, <laughs> it's always important to be careful of that first. You know, mm-hmm. if you have a relationship with this person, is this person fragile or anti-fragile? Is this person open to receive or not? You know, and, and then from there, you can see your feedback. And the way we do this in our space is we ask, again, are you open? If they are, then we start with what worked with this person or what we appreciate about this person. And then after that, what can this person improve on? Yeah. And we're coming and, and, you know, giving feedback is not because 
you have the ego to be right or whatsoever, but you're doing it because of love. You love mm-hmm. this person. That's why you have the courage to actually say whatever it is that they need at the moment. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, agree, agree. And just to sum up everything, in order for you to protect yourself, the things that are taking away your energy, you know, if you don't want to do it, just make it hard for you to not do it, right? And especially with the people that you don't want to spend time with, just if they message you, just you don't have the obligation to reply immediately or at all, mm-hmm. right? If But if they're consistent on like messaging you or bugging you, communicate. Exactly. If they mm-hmm. still don't respect your boundaries, then that's the time to cut them off. Like, hi, I don't appreciate this relationship anymore. It's the, it's not serving me well. So I hope that, you know, you'll be fine with your endeavors. I just, I'm not in that space anymore that my boundaries are not being respected. You really have to communicate, right? So it's not about hurting someone for the sake of hurting them, but rather protecting yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you don't protect yourself, you might be resentful to other people. Like, that's adding more negativity to the world. That's adding more negativity and trauma to other people, right? So, yeah. Love everything you're saying. And Siguro, I just want to add one last thing. I want to share one practice that I do to protect myself. I'm not sure if your listeners are familiar with this, but I use Google Calendar. And and my Mm. friends and the people around me know this, that if it's not on my calendar, it's not going to happen. And that's one way for me to conserve my energy, protect mm-hmm. myself, and to just be aware of who I want to spend time with. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for me, I think it's the little things that have the biggest impact. Mm. And and what I love about what you're sharing is just the authenticity of it. That it's important to be real and honest with yourself and how you're feeling because you don't want to add more traumas and, and scars and wounds to the world. So that's what I, I love about what you shared earlier on. So thank you. Yeah. Mia. Thank you, Chriselle. And in terms of Google Calendar, for me, if it's not on my calendar, I would forget. (laughs) From all of the things that we've talked about in this episode about energy vampires protecting your energy, can you share with us or can you tell us what is your one word or sentence that you would want to encourage everyone to try today? One word or sentence that I want to encourage everyone to try today is to be mindful of your energy. That's it. Yeah, thank you again for guesting on the episode. And I hope to see you on the future episodes. So thank you, Giselle. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored and I really enjoyed the conversation we had today. Same. Likewise, likewise. See you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you everyone for your time on listening to this podcast. I hope you gained a lot of insight from it. And if you find this podcast helpful, please do share it with your loved ones or to those you think that needs to hear this. I would appreciate it so much if you leave a review via voice message to anchor.fm slash encouraged to try with Mia or you can send me a DM through the podcast Instagram account at encouraged to try with Mia. See you on the next episode. Bye!